Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You may have noticed if, uh, well, if you're watching, how, how would you know if you're simply listening to us on great radio stations throughout the nation? But today I am quaffing an old-fashioned. Oh. Ah. It's very rare that I quaff an old-fashioned here on the show. It's usually straight whiskey and certainly not this early in the show, but... Because Tattoo Dave, my producer, is out, I needed I need a little self-medication. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least at least I tell you the truth, my friends. Hey, but I am uh, I am enjoying and quaffing this old-fashioned because uh, Mark C.G. Boyer and I attended a beautiful birthday party for the great Milt Larson, proprietor of the Magic Castle. That that castle high on the hill at 701 Franklin. In Hollywood, California. Legendary. Legendary. Legendary castle. Do I, do I, that's Mark uh, making that sound, yeah. right? Why, why does he have to do that? I don't know. I have no idea. I think it's a Jewish thing, and I'm not, I'm not even being. No, it might be a Jewish thing. Because it's like, they always saw, like, Howard Lapidus. Oh, they? Wait, did you say they? Okay, please, no anti-Semitism on this show. It's the last thing we need. It's like they're always tired and they're always hungry. There, he said both. They, uh, Mark, yeah, Mark yeah. C.G. Boyer. Yes, he sir. said he said they again. Well, well he, he's pretty well, close. Him and Howard. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sigh, a lot of sighing uh, from our Jewish brethren. <laughs> but uh, what a great night! And pleasantly surprised, I was ready to to whip out the wallet because I had no idea that. Every liquor was on the house downstairs at that private party within the confines of the Magic Castle. Wow. It was a great night. So uh, so I had a little uh, a gin martini or two <laughs> and then uh, followed it up with an old-fashioned uh, to uh, give a uh, lovely toast to Milt Larson, 92 years old, man. Was he having a drink himself? Oh, he was having uh, a drink himself, yes. Good. And then uh, by the end of the night, after a, a little confab outside, I finally found the smoking area. I, I got to tell you, they, they treat us like friggin' miscreants, man. Anywhere you go, even the beautiful Magic Castle, you have to go as far away from the castle. We're almost across the street smoking. But the good news is uh, uh, three lovely females and I had a beautiful conversation. Oh. And it, it appears that they are also in the business. And who knows? They're going to be here tonight? They may get their asses over here. Ah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, what the hell? Get them in the pool, all liquored up. And- I, I kept, uh, during, during my <laughs> confab with these uh, lovely ladies, uh, the oldest was 44. Oh, boy. And it Perfect. Might, but at my age, I'm looking at a 44-year-old as old. That's, I, I, yeah. that's wrong. Yeah, I, I, got, I, I have to get out of this mindset because it's a problem that I, I obviously am having. Uh, the uh, the youngest was 24, mm. and then the one that was extra hot was 30. Oh, that's yeah. perfect. But even at my age, I'm thinking, well, let's see. When I was 30, how, how old was she? Let's not even uh, talk about it. Uh, no. No. 
No. Get you locked up. But uh, <laughs> I, I was noticing texts uh, text on my phone. That's usually where you find your texts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from Mark C.G. Boyer. And uh, I was ignoring them. Yes, you were. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, a li- he's easy to ignore. I ignore. I mean, well, I be, say because it, he, he's, he's a pesterer. <laughs> you know, he's a pesterer. And so I, I guess he was letting me know that they were at the Owl Bar. Uh, yeah. And I didn't want to go in through the front door where you have to say open sesame for the 50 millionth time and then the uh, bookshelf opens Ooh. and you know why you get act surprised hey no it's fun no i know it's, it's, done a, it. it, it's a fun thing <laughs> it is yeah they, i mean this uh, this milt larson 92 years old he is the walt disney of our time this guy is he's the greatest um so i i had to find my way but they closed the door they locked the door to the downstairs party area mm. so i had to find someone and he said uh, were, were, were you in there before Ugh. and i said yeah yeah i was uh, okay you know who and i am but they were, but they were no they were very nice they were very nice and uh, so I, I took the long route up to the Al Bar, which is now called the Johnny Carson Bar. And it's about time. They have a beautiful portrait of Johnny Carson up there. The last great freaking talk show host, Johnny Carson. And I'm sure Carson fr- uh, frequented that place, right? Well, you know, he didn't frequent a lot of places. Um but he was there a few times, and Milt knew him pretty damn well. Yeah. But as those who knew anything about Johnny Carson would tell you, uh, he was not a fun drunk. Right. So he would want to fight. And just another thing I guess I have in common with Johnny Carson. <laughs> I've, you know, I've never experienced you inebriated and angry. Yeah. Well, it's not anger. It's not angry. It's it's about... What is it, then? I'll tell you what it is. Okay. It's, it's about looking at me the wrong way. Oh, big boy. dummy. Yeah. Big dummy coming yeah. out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'll hear a big dummy uh, uttered from this pie hole. And you know that the fighting is, t- is going to commence. Yeah. I mean, it took a while even to find the smoking area, and I, I thought the guy was talking down to me, and I'm glad it didn't escalate, okay? Because that was an employee of the Magic Castle. I don't need that. No, I, no. I, I simply don't. Even though, Mark, are you familiar with the stained glass there where the valets, uh, they sort of sit inside? There's a big, beautiful stained glass. Yes. Yes, it is. Lovely. Yeah. I, um, I went through that uh, many years ago. <laughs> Uh, and, it, and it was it was a fight, <laughs> it, it was. But I did get the last laugh. I think uh, I I wasn't bloody, but the other guy was. And but here's the good news: no big house for me. I shouldn't be admitting these things because I don't do. That's you know it's it's a lot like the scene in The Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. I'm not that man anymore. I'm not that guy anymore. I'm not. I'm simply not. But I sauntered my way up to the Al Bar. It didn't crash you. The stained glasses. No, no, no. Okay. And and the Al Bar is is truly the Cheers Bar, the Magic Castle. It's great. It's the place where you know those who who knew each other would hang out, and they even had the velvet rope up there latched. And I love the fact that I had to open the latch and then walk in. And because there are only a few of us now, after this many years, who are sort of a part of that conclave of Milt Larson devotees and dear friends of the man. And it was it was fun. And I'll tell you, yeah, I'll tell you what. So it's, 
you know, free, uh, beautiful beverages downstairs. And then I thought, well, it might be time. I've only had uh, three cocktails. Might be time for a fourth, and that would be an old-fashioned made by the master mixologist at the Albar. And so I requested one, and it was gorgeous. He didn't require any money. He didn't even ask me to pay. He didn't even stick around long enough for me to give him a tip. So, and I guess it's because it's it's sort of that old school happy birthday Milt Larson crew, right. and yeah, we filled all of the uh, the chairs there. It's not many. It's just one of the smallest bars there in the castle. Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, how would you describe it? I mean, you know, as, as it's off to the side, off well, the stairs. Yeah. Kind of in a little cubby hole. There's walk, like eight seats. As you walk up the stairs right. into the the main sort of area yeah, of the, the magic house. Yeah, I would, I would describe it as restaurants. I would describe side. it as comfortable. Yeah, it is. It it's is very comfortable and quaint. And, and that's where you first introduced me to Milt, the great, fantastic, yeah. lovely Milt Larson. Well, I've, I've spent many hours there and, at, at the album. And you introduced me to him, and I was going through some problems. And I'll tell you what. Along with you, he helped me. No, he's, his he's, words of wisdom helped th- me. This a man lot. is a sage, and yeah. for those of you who listen and watch uh, Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube, you know that I close each show with Bumblebees Can't Fly. And that was sage advice from Milt Larson about 32 years ago to me. And he had to explain it to me. I don't think I need to explain it to you. No. Or, or look it up. Because everyone knows that Bumblebees. Do fly. Oh, anyway, happy birthday, Milt Larson <laughs> of the world famous Magic Castle. <laughs> and I, I feel, I feel fine in talking about the Magic Castle to those and other uh, uh, beautiful people in other parts of the country, because it seems that even those folks who are not here in Los Angeles. And by the way, consider yourself lucky. Because we have the worst governor in the history of governors here. Yeah. This this Gavin nuisance is one piece of crap. The devil. But I I think you probably heard of the Magic Castle. Yeah, man. You know, and it's it's one of those uh, famous joints. And if you're ever in town, give me a call, and I'll bring you over there. I won't. Um, well, it is a tough place to get into. I think to this day. Well, it's a it's a pri- it's a private yeah. quote unquote club. But I'll tell you what the uh, the millennials and the Gen Zs, man, they're taking over there. That's why I really don't I don't I don't make my way over there much anymore because all of my friends. All of my friends throughout my life have been 20, 30 years older than me. So suffice to say, all those people that I used to know, and as we're at Milt's party downstairs in the Magic Castle, you know, I whispered to Mark, you know, I used to know everyone here at these get-togethers. Yeah. And now I know three people. And it was, man, it, it happens. I guess the alternative sucks. So you have to live with it and sort of embrace life and have a happy day and and have things to look forward to. Yeah. That's it in a nutshell. And and don't forget, bumblebees can't fly. Um, <clears throat> Disneyland will hold its first ever official pride celebration. Yay. The decision comes at a time of increasing division over LGBTQ rights in the U.S. Get now, for yourselves. I read I read that headline. Because it comes from, obviously, a liberal rag. Especially this part. 
The decision comes at a time of increasing division over LGBTQ rights in the U.S. Wrong. That is a lie. That is a 100% lie. There is no division of LGBTQ rights. No one wants LGBTQIAEIEIO folks, the alphabet people's rights to be taken away. That's not what this is about. This is simply about pay attention to me. These folks want us to dislike them. They love this. It's the way they garner attention. That's the secret. This is not about equal rights. No one wants to take any human being's rights away. Okay, I can't say no one. You know, there are some a-holes out there. Yeah. But but a, a true, logical, thinking human being wants everyone to have the same rights. This is not about stealing rights away from anyone. This is about stop indoctrinating our young children. That's all. This would not be even a topic right now if they didn't make a big deal about it. And that's what you're saying is attention, attention, look at me. I want And without us, without wanting our hatred, that's, uh, they have nothing. They have they nothing. Do, they do want us to hate yeah. them. They do. And no one's talking about that. Well, we are. We are. They want us to hate them. Because otherwise they got nothing. The happiest place on earth will have its first LGBTQ plus celebration. Disneyland uh, Resort announced it'll be holding its first Pride Night this year on June 13th. Well, we should and, go because the lines will probably be real short. And, <laughs> right? That's what I'm thinking. Well, I don't know. Here in Southern California, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'd put a little hat on, a couple uh, little lipstick, and just get just to get in some short lines. The uh, summer celebration <laughs> would go on later into the night with themed entertainment and Disney characters. While uh, this is the park's first official celebration of the queer community, thousands of LGBTQ plus Disney fans have been organizing unofficial gay days at Disneyland and at Orlando's <laughs> Disney World Resort since you 1991. Goof, you think Goofy's going to be dressed in drag? I just, I, I just pictured the. Uh, He's effing Goofy. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm Goofy. I'm dressed in drag tonight. <laughs> um, but what are these unofficial gay days? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, unofficial. Unof- what is that? Unofficial gay days. Oh, they just get they get together. What's the what's the term when uh, a group of people come all of a sudden at one spot? Oh, and dance uh, that, or that's something. called a porno Fla- movie. Flash, Mark. Flash, 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 flash mob. So they just get together and go as a big giant group. It's a complicated history, my fa- uh, friends. Uh, this comes, of course, after Disney's uh, complicated past with the queer community. In most recent years, the company came under intense scrutiny. After it kept uh, silent about Florida's Parental Rights in Education Act, dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill. Dubbed, because that's not what it was called. It's, Who dubbed it? It's not. The left dubbed it Don't Say Gay. It's not. It's not <laughs> Don't Say Gay. You can tell that what I'm reading to you here comes from lefty propaganda. It's a friggin' source that you can't believe because they have a bone to pick and an axe to grind. The bill passed and the, the uh, now law prevents discussions about sexual orientation and gender identity in kindergarten through third grade classrooms. What, what's wrong with that? 
I never liked the idea of sex education in schools. I think that's up to the parents. Yes. It's not up to teachers. Agreed. You know, because that was all about giddiness and laughing and vagina, penis. I mean, what kid didn't sort of smirk and laugh and, and draw pictures? <laughs> Okay, I didn't. Well, well no, I, I, no, I, I dropped it. I did. Disney's uh, films have received mixed reviews for its LGBTQ uh, plus depictions, but the advocacy group GLAAD issued a report last year lauding Disney for its increase in representation. Yay. You know who, what Disney should do? They should take that, that businesswoman from Bud Light and have her run this park and see how long they stay in business. Yeah, the extreme... <laughs> uh, I love that they uh, added this. Uh, uh, the extreme right-wing politiz- uh, politiz- polit- you know they're up, uh, yeah. You know what they're doing. <laughs> of a company's creative and business decisions. Um, do you know... Okay, hold on. I let me see how I printed this out. If I screwed this up, Dave. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Do you know that Dylan Mulvaney mm. uh, not only represents um, Nike and, of course, Bud Light, but KitchenAid? Mm, no, I didn't know that. Walmart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now wait for it. Dylan Mulvaney, and I don't know if he's currently repping them, but. I know for certain he was Tampax. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Tampax. I heard about that. Are you fighting back, females? Biological, beautiful females? Are you fighting back? A Dylan Mulvaney who will never be a female. Do you think that that makes sense? Will you watch an ad by Dylan Mulvaney touting the, the gorgeousness of a Tampax as... As opposed to other female <laughs> devices. That's tough. It's not really a device. No. Uh, well, I guess it is, sort of. Yeah. But are you fighting back? Will you fight back? Conservatives honor their womanhood, so they are fighting back. Slowly but surely, I think the tides may be turning. Boy, I hope so. But as much as the tides turn, the backlash will continue from the left. They will get in your faces because, oh, you're a hater. I, you know, I guess I am a hater if hating means hating stupid. I do hate stupid, but I don't hate people. Conservatives honor their womanhood after Dylan Mulvaney marks 365th day of girlhood. He will always be a man, my friends. But conservative women are celebrating their actual womanhood after Dylan Mulvaney marked his so-called 365th day of girlhood. Bud Light's controversial idiot stick spokesperson had a show in March to celebrate having dressed up as a woman for 365 days. Yay, that's quite an accomplishment. I, I should get something for dressing as a man for this many years yeah. on this planet. Yeah, we all should. Actress, content creator, TikTok uh, sensation, Dylan Mulvaney, made her, no, his, grand return to the stage in a one-night-only variety show celebrating her, his, 365th day of girlhood, uh, streamed live from New York City's iconic Rainbow Room. I, lo- I love the Rainbow Room. 
Now, I will not boycott the Rainbow Room because they chose to put on an event with this uh, this idiot who is not really an idiot. The guy is laughing all the way to the girls' room. But don't you think, Isn't he? Don't you think he's going to fade away in a few couple of years? Of course he is. Yeah. Because either he has tremendous talent or he doesn't. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, he does a really great little tiny girl's voice. He is talented. I mean, he's spot on with yeah. that. Yeah. But aside from anything else, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's the best actor on the planet. Uh, in a video on March 13th, Mulvaney was tagged in a clip of himself getting ready to appear on the Drew Barrymore show while wearing pink outfits and makeup. Yep. I think me and Drew are going to be a match made in heaven, Mulvaney <laughs> told followers. Uh, in a social media post, um, an image was shared uh, holding an American flag and told followers, today I celebrate 13,262 days of being a woman. Uh, it's mockery. Females, are you are you listening to me? It's mockery of your gender. It's mockery. I've been pregnant five times, miscarried in 2012, and gave birth to a four incredible boys that came out of my womb. This woman who has had enough continued. Um, any day now, one of those four boys will make me a grandmother. Womanhood is so much more than just dressing up. Here, nice. here. Here, here. That comes from uh, Lauren Bobert. Uh, any day now, one of those four. Why? Why did it? Why? Is there an echo in uh, here? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> in addition, Republican Representative uh, uh, Myra Flores of Texas said she was celebrating 13,615 days of being a woman, adding she gave. Didn't I just say that? Is there an echo in here? <laughs> I <guess>. I... <laughs> there is no greater pain and greater joy than becoming a mother, Flores concluded. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Don't make me say it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, making a career out of... You know, is, is this Barbie... Not even Barbie looking, because if that's the best that this Mulvaney will ever, ever look... Mm. But my God, you don't. Th there is no femininity whatsoever. It's all put on. It's a scam, a lamb, a ding dong. You know, and people go, they compare this like, oh, remember, remember, uh, you know, Mr. Mom, and remember uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's completely different <sighs> stuff. That was How about all, you know, uh, some like it hot. Some like it hot. It's different. It's all fantasy. That's a that's a different thing. Crap, and, uh, man. And, yeah, they 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 weren't trying to be women. They were uh, trying. Yeah. To, to hide. Yes. Right. It, it was a totally different thing. Uh, yeah. Um, but according to... I mean, if Robin Williams was alive today and seeing this happening... Uh, yeah, he played Mrs. Doubtfire. I think he'd be disgusted. He'd, I probably, he'd probably kill himself. Oh, no. no. Uh, Flores... Oh, uh, God. Flores... Jeez. <laughs> that, that was hard. Have we no shame on this show? I guess not. No, no, ob obviously not. Is there an echo? He's always <laughs> been a fame chaser, tried everything to be famous, but that didn't get him the fame he craved, so he decided to pretend to be a girl. Uh, Dylan is making a career out of mocking women, getting paid thousands to do, thousands, millions. Millions. To do such. He's always been a fame chaser, always tried to be famous, um, always wanted the fame, and so this is, this is simply a scam a lama ding dong and Dylan will always be a man. No matter what you do to your body as a female, you will always be a female 
and vice versa. Now, do we have a problem with you doing such things to your body? As long as no. you're of age? If you are an adult, mm-hmm. have at it. You know, I wish you wouldn't. I wish you'd truly consider it. And, and P.S., how would you know what being a woman feels like if you're a man? You know, that's the argument. As a female, I've always felt like a man. You don't know what that feels like. We'll be this after back on Outlaw. Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.